0: So it's been a hot minute since I did one of these solo episodes, but something happened the other weekend that just had my brain boggled, and I haven't had time to record it until now. So here's what happened. I'm running the Mexico City Half Marathon, and I quickly realized that for whatever reason, they decide to hand out water in these little plastic pouches. I mean, they were essentially bags. I thought that was a failure because... People kept dropping them and it was like water bombs. And on top of that, people were, I guess, biting the ends of it to like spray it on their face. And then whenever they would spray it, it would actually spray sideways and hit somebody in the face. I don't know. I've never seen that before. Whatever. It is what it is. So I'm seeing a million bags on the floor because whatever. And then all of a sudden I start to notice that some of these bags on the floor have this dark liquid in them. Like leftover whatever it is, and so I'm thinking, all right, that's weird. It is what it is. I keep going. Then I notice more bags that have dark liquid leftover in them, and I'm thinking this is kind of strange, but all right. And then I get to this point where they're handing out those bags with dark liquid in them with a straw. It didn't really hit me, but I'm just like, all right, kind of strange, but whatever. I just I just want to finish this race. I want to go home, shower, go back to bed. Then. I noticed a guy pouring Coca-Cola into paper cups on a table ready to hand them out to the people running. And it hits me. All those plastic bags on the floor with a little bit of black liquid in them and the ones that were being handed out with a straw, they all probably had Coca-Cola in them. I'm thinking, what in the actual fuck is going on here? Who the hell is running a half marathon and saying, you know what? I could go for an ice-cold Coca-Cola, like, (laughs) just does not compute, I just, it, it, I just doesn't, just doesn't make any sense. I've always known that Mexico is addicted to soda, but this just took it to a whole new level. My dad, he drinks Coca-Cola or Pepsi or something every day, some sort of dark soda every day. That man would go into a restaurant and ask, do you have Pepsi? Oh, you don't? All right, I'll take a Coke. Oh, do you have Coke? No? Okay, I'll take a Pepsi. It just doesn't make any sense. It's not healthy. It's not good for you. And yet, there he is, at however old he is, still drinking it every day. And then when I tell him, hey, maybe don't drink a soda every day, cut back on it, his response is, I'll run out of energy. If I don't have my soda, I'll feel sick, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, sir, that is called an addiction. If you require sugar in your... or." large amounts of sugar in your system to function, you're addicted. Same thing with caffeine. Same thing with alcohol. And too many people in this country and Mexico are addicted to Coca-Cola, aka sugar. That's literally what it is. And even if you're drinking that non-sugar stuff, diet zero, whatever they come up with, there are literally labels on the bottle that say, do not give this to children because it contains this type of sweetener or whatever and it's not recommended for children or at least that's what it says here in Mexico and yet people are like you know what that's fine i'm going to drink that anyways it's mind boggling mind boggling there was a survey done in 2021 asking people why do they drink coca-cola and i think the results were like 90% maybe even higher said because i like the taste why do they like the taste Because Coca Cola, whether it's real sugar or artificial sugar, is pure sugar (laughs) at the end of the day. Here, from what I've noticed, is the average size of a Coca Cola is about 400 milliliters. That's 14 ounce bottles. And if I did the math right, there's about 45 grams of sugar in there. The daily recommended amount of sugar for a human being, if they're gonna go ahead and like max out, is around 30. So you're already in one bottle, 400 milliliter bottle, you're getting 1.5 times the amount of sugar you should ever take in a day. And yet, in Mexico, that's the average amount of Coke people are drinking. One 400 milliliter bottle a day. That's almost 40 gallons of Coca-Cola drank by a single human being a year. That's insane because all that sugar is just going to lead to high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and all of that is going to lead to either diabetes or heart disease. And yet people here in Mexico are like, you know what? I'm going to drink this during a half marathon. That is just batshit crazy. Not only that, but Coca-Cola, you can actually use it to clean silver, get rid of rust, clean motor oil. It's like it's one of those things that nobody should be drinking. But at the same time, I completely get it. Complete honesty, complete transparency. I love Coca-Cola. I enjoy good ice cold Coca-Cola with my McDonald's or whatever junk food I'm eating just because it's the cherry on top. It's that little bit of sugar to go along with whatever trash you're eating. However, I only drink about 12 of them a year. Averaging one soda a month. That is a stark difference from one soda a day. Now, am I being a hypocrite because I'm criticizing people drinking Coca-Cola during a half marathon while I also drink Coca-Cola in my life? Maybe. Is an environmentalist who owns a car a hypocrite? Maybe. Is someone that loves animals yet eats a steak at night, is, are they a hypocrite? Maybe. Point is, just because you do something in a very small manageable way does not mean that you cannot criticize blatant abuse of a product. And people drinking a bottle of Coke a day is simply abusive to their body. But to each their own, I get it. I did a little bit of research and surprise, surprise, the number one consumer of Coca-Cola in the world is Mexico. Now, depending on the study, the second is going to be USA. However, some studies say that it's way behind. Mexico's just running away with it. Other studies say, eh, USA is pretty, pretty close. Depends on the study, but either way, USA number two, Brazil number three. Now, why is Mexico number one? Well, there's several reasons here. First, it's ingrained in everyday life. The other day, I'm walking around. I see a parking lot. And literally the parking lot has a sign built in it, not, well, not in it, but like around outside of it, a sign that said, papas, soda, this way, basically chips, soda, this way. And it said it in English, like soda. And I'm thinking you can find soda in every single little corner shop. You can find it in every little store. You can find it even on little, uh, street carts. You can find Coke Everywhere. And yet, this parking lot decided to say, hey, you know what? Come get your Coke this way. Why? Why is that necessary at a parking lot? It doesn't make any sense. And actually, I found out that an ex president of Mexico used to be a chief executive officer at Coca Cola in Mexico. So there's no way that Coca Cola is not influencing government and everybody else in this country. Like, it's just too powerful. And then when I was doing the research for this little podcast, I found an article basically for tourists saying, hey, when you come to Mexico and you want to enjoy ice cold Coca-Cola, here's why you should feel good about yourself. Coca-Cola is part of Mexican culture. Mexicans all around the country will grab a Coke after a long day of work and they will get together with their family and they will it will. They will use the Coca-Cola to bond, and it's ingrained in the culture, and so when you drink a Coke in Mexico, you're part of the fucking family. Who the fuck wrote this article because it is so stupid? A soda cannot be part of a culture, and it should not be part of a culture. Is it ingrained in everyday life here? Yes. But did the Aztecs and the Mayans and the Toltecs, did they say, hey man, when the Spanish get here, make sure they pass down the tradition of drinking Coca-Cola after a day of work. No, it's not part of the culture. What actually happens too often is people don't have access to clean water. Now, there's two parts of this, okay? There's the, hey, I live in a big city or a real town with real plumbing, yet we cannot drink the water because... Pipes are breaking, pipes are old, you don't know what's in there. Can you drink a glass of water out of your average tap in Mexico City? Probably. You can probably take a glass and you'll be fine. But do you want to risk it? Because there's a good chance that there's sewage that got mixed in there at some point. You just don't know. It's a gamble. I've met two people here who have said that they drink the water on a regular basis. One of them was a tourist, and she was claiming that if she drinks little by little, she'll build immunity to whatever's in the water. The other person said, Oh, I'm from here. I have the gut to withstand the water here. That's all fine and dandy. The problem is, I don't know if you can actually build immunity to E. coli. That's the real worry. Mexico City does have a water treatment plant. The water is cleaned. It is as clean as any other city. However, the pipes are old. The the city is sinking pipes are breaking. You don't know what's falling into those pipes that could do you harm. Worst case scenario, a pipe that's carrying shit breaks. Another pipe that's carrying tap water breaks, and they start to mix a little bit. And hence, there's a chance of you getting E. coli, and you don't really want that. So can you risk it? Yes. But should you? Probably not. So if you live in part of the city where the pipes are untrustworthy, or you just don't get water, because that is a a problem here. There are small parts of the city that just don't really get much water because of the broken pipes. You have to go buy water. While water in the city isn't too expensive, if you go to the store, it's easy to just say, you know what, I'm going to get a Coke. Not only does Coke have water, but it tastes better, and it's fizzy, so I'll drink it slower, and it's got calories. Water doesn't have any of those things, right? So it's very easy to understand how somebody will say, you know what, I'm going to get a Coke instead of of water. Matter of fact, for this podcast, I went to the store just to see what the price difference was between water and Coke. And the price difference isn't a whole lot. 400 milliliter Coke was 12 pesos. uh, 600 milliliter water was nine pesos. But here's the thing. When I walked in, there were about six or seven large refrigerators holding all the cold beverages. Two of them were just pure beer. Out of the remaining three or four refrigerators, about 90 or 95% of them were filled with sugary drinks, including Coca Cola. Literally, there were two rows, if even, of water. So they're slapping you in the face saying, hey, get one of these, right? You, or you can look for the water, but yeah, don't go get that, right? They're not giving you too many options for that. Now, again, this was just a little corner shop. I'm sure if you go to Walmart, they have a little section for water. But the point is, your average person going into an average little shop in the neighborhood of Mexico City is going to get slapped with a million sugary options before they see the water. And if you're already addicted to it, that's going to be your number one go-to. Now, that's Mexico City. And that's most of the large cities. We have running water. We can flush the toilet. We can do all that good stuff. Water isn't too big of a problem. It is a problem, but not too big of a problem. You go outside of the big cities and people don't even have water, especially in the drought areas. Now, big problem here, water becomes really expensive. If there's not a lot of water and everybody needs water, then econ 101 kicks in. High demand, low supply, prices go up. So, the price of water becomes really expensive. What's your alternative? Buy a cheap coke and you can drink it. And right now there's a drought in northern Mexico where there are literally trucks being delivered by the city, water that is literally dirty. And that's the only water that they can get because of that. They either drink that nasty shit or go buy a Coke because the bottled water just is becoming too expensive to make matters worse. Coca-Cola and breweries actually are setting up shop or have set up shop in a lot of these like remote areas. And they have legal access to public water, which means that not only does the population of those areas have to compete with each other as the population grows, but you've got Coca-Cola and and breweries sucking up tons of water. And I think, I don't remember the statistic, but it was like billions of liters of water every year used from public sources. Now, during a drought, that's probably not going to end well. And it's not. The president of Mexico has actually asked Coca-Cola to help out. Coca-Cola said, all right, cool. We have this one Topo Chico plant somewhere in Mexico. If people need water, come get it. We'll give it to you for free. If these people can't even afford to buy bottled water, how the hell are they going to drive to whatever plant it is they said and get the water there? That just doesn't make any sense. Heineken also got called out. Heineken said they would return 20% of the water that they use. Not a lot, but hey, it's at least a little bit of help, right? So when water becomes really expensive in the outskirts, where there is no water infrastructure, when there is nothing like that, Coca-Cola becomes the cheapest, most efficient way to hydrate and get calories and all that good stuff. Hence the dependency on Coca-Cola and the addiction to the sugar and the high levels of obesity and and diabetes. I think 70% of Mexico is uh, overweight, 30% obese. Not good. Not good. There was actually another survey done by El Poder del Consumidor in the state of Guerrero. And in that state, they reported that 70% of children actually consumed soda for breakfast. Another 70% of children reported drinking soda at least three times the previous day. That's how bad it's gotten. I actually have a cousin who told me, hey, anytime I get a a headache, I just grab an ice cold Coca-Cola and my headache will go away. And I'm thinking, sir, that is batshit crazy. Coca-Cola is not medicine. It is supposed to be a treat. Just like cake. Oh, it's my birthday? Bring out cake. Bring out Coke bring out whatever. There, it's appropriate. Your birthday is once a year. You should treat yourself, right? That makes sense. It doesn't make sense to use it as medicine. It doesn't make sense to use it as as a marathon fucking, oh my god, that was just batshit nuts. There's actually a documentary done by uh, a news channel, I think, somewhere in Great Britain, and it's only about 20 minutes long. Highly recommend you can go to YouTube and look up uh, Coca-Cola Mexico Addiction. And they actually show a lady in the outskirts of Chiapas who is a shaman. And a guy walks in to get cured of his diabetes. And she starts praying. She starts setting fire, incense, whatever. The whole ritual. Then she pops out an ice-cold Coca-Cola, blesses it, pours it, gives it to the man. And she's like, well, yeah, he needs the Coca-Cola because the Coca-Cola has medicinal purposes that will cure his diabetes. That's insane. That's how, that's how addicted this country is to Coca-Cola. And it's just so ingrained in, in the mindsets of these people that it's, I don't know, it's hard to believe sometimes. But what can we do, right? Like, what can Mexico do? Obviously, education. You need to educate these people that Coca-Cola is not really your friend. It is, it is something to be drank rarely. It is something to be enjoyed as a treat. It's not medicine. It's not water, which kind of leads to the other part of the government should probably do something about the water problem, right? So when Coca-Cola or when the Mexican president confronted Coca-Cola about the water shortage and all that other stuff, Coca-Cola actually responded by saying, you know what? It's not our fault. It's not raining a lot. And it's not our fault that the government hasn't prepared for this. And it's not our fault that the government hasn't created the water infrastructure to help its citizens. All of these points are very valid, and they're very fair, and they're very true. The government needs to do something about its water issues. However, that does not mean that Coca-Cola can just sit there and, and just watch its consumers suffer. Something can be done. And at this point, it's like, all right, what could be done, what should be done, right? Because this is the age-old debate of how involved should the government be when it comes to private corporations during the pandemic. Donald Trump literally told the Ford Motor Company, fuck you, you're going to make masks. And guess what? The Ford Motor Company made masks. Why? Because there was a pandemic. There was an emergency. The government stepped in and dictated what companies should be doing. Now, should the Mexican president come in and say, you know what? Coca-Cola, you have to start distributing pure water instead of Coke. Maybe. Or maybe he can say, hey, you know what? These, these areas that don't have a lot of water help us build the, infra- the infrastructure for water. We'll subsidize it. We'll work with you. We have to do something. Or what they could do is say, hey, you know what? If a town doesn't have access to clean water, then you're not allowed to sell Coca-Cola there. What will that do? I'm not really sure. On one hand, Coca-Cola could be like, all right, fine. We'll help build out water infrastructure so we can sell our Coke here. And on the other hand, it could say, all right, cool, we'll just stop selling Coke. And then all of a sudden, the people don't even have Coke to get. No water, no Coke, no nothing. So this is a really tricky situation, right? And a lot of people say, well, you know, you should just raise taxes on soda to curb the consumption of soda, which is very logical, but only for the places that can actually afford it, right? So the outskirts of Mexico where there is no water, people are depending on Coke. If you raise taxes on that product, All of a sudden, they're going to go from paying 9, 10, 11 pesos for their Coke to 12, 13, 14 pesos. And even though that doesn't sound like a lot for towns that don't have shit, that is a lot, right? Now, in Mexico City, I think you can do it, right? Like people here on average make way more than the outskirts of Mexico. So that kind of makes sense. You're still hurting the marginal people, but it's not as much. Not only that, but you're also going to hurt the sales. And all these little stores that depend on sales of Coca-Cola are going to suffer, So, taxes ain't really going to solve much. What Mexico should do is just get the government more involved to help curb this abuse of Coca Cola. Sadly, that probably won't happen because Coca Cola, again, has way too much power in this country. I mean, again, one of their ex ex executive leaders was president of this country. At the end of the day, It's on the individual to just try to make better decisions. If you live in the outskirts where you don't have much of a choice, I get it. Do what you have to do to survive. For the rest of us who live a little bit more comfortable, who have options, who don't have to drink Coca-Cola every day, just don't. Now, obviously, it's not that easy. When you're addicted to something, it's, you just can't quit, right? You have to work at it. You have to make conscious little efforts. You have to acknowledge your issues, whatever. And part of the struggle there is the normalization. It's not part of the culture, but it has been ingrained. I saw a billboard the other day. It literally read in the tone of a, of a woman suffering from a headache or something. And it said, my grandma has diabetes. My mom has diabetes. What if I have diabetes? That billboard, for whatever reason, just ticked me off because basically it's saying, "Hey, everybody you know in your family already has diabetes, so go get tested." What a normal billboard, I think, in my head should say is, "If. If your family has a history of having diabetes, maybe get tested, right? Or, just get tested anyways, right? Something like that. But literally, they are telling you, "Hey, we're already expecting you and your mom and your grandma and everyone in your family to have diabetes. So just go ahead and get tested so you can test positive and be just part of like everyone else. That shouldn't be the message, but that's the message that, the message that is being sent. And this is why it's hard for individuals to make the change. On top of that, I went to the theater today to buy some tickets for, for a concert and literally the art was done by Coca-Cola. On the name of the theater, there had a giant sign that said Coca-Cola ingrained in the building's um, overhead thing. It had Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is like literally at every corner shop, bright red, white font, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. It's everywhere. So even though it is on the individual to make a better choice, it is not easy and I get it. But trust me, you do not need Coca-Cola. To run a half marathon. That is just batshit crazy. At that point, you're just saying, fuck the family. And that's a joke that me and my friend have every time we go and splurge at Lunetta's Pizza, Upper East Side, Manhattan. Delicious. But we stuff our faces with pepperoni pizza, chicken wings, beer, and we're like, man, fuck the family. Because that's what we're saying. If you don't take care of yourself, you're saying, fuck my parents, fuck my children, fuck my brothers. Fuck my sisters. Fuck my spouse. Fuck everybody. I don't give a shit about them. I just want to engorge and and, and just not take care of myself. Fuck the family. (laughs) uh, It's just a joke because we just engorge and shit. But at the end of the day, if you have the resources to eat a better diet, if you have the resources to run a half marathon, if you have the resources to... Choose water over anything else, you should probably do it, right? Don't fuck the family. Treat them with respect. Treat yourself with respect. And again, I enjoy good Coke every now and then, but I try not to do it. Why? Because it's not good for you. But I run, I drink water, and hey, at the end of the day, I'm literally just an idiot with a microphone who just made an observation at a half marathon that just blew my fucking mind. All I know is that we are all human, we will all make mistakes, we will all just do whatever, but I I truly hope that Mexico as a whole can get its shit together and get out of this sugar addiction. It hurts me because there are too many people here that are working way too hard, who are suffering way too much, and all they're doing is just making things worse. As humans, I just hope that we can do better.